All right, what is up, guys? It's episode 20 of the Sports Podcast. Week one of the NFL is in the books. Week three of college, I think it was, or was that just the second week? No, it was just the second week of college is in the books. So football's in full swing. We're back at it. Uh, we're going to kind of take you through a couple of things that today. So it should be a little bit of a longer episode, but we're joined here by Luke Stolze and Jack Hay, as always. Uh, while it's not here, dealing with some family stuff. So, uh, yeah. We're going to kind of get into some stuff, um, do a rundown of like the week that we saw in football last week. Uh, first of all, this is what we got here. Uh, this is the spread of what happened. So if you saw it, whether you did or see it or didn't see it, we did a like comprehensive through the season, picked our Super Bowl winners, went through the playoffs and everything. And this was the pick them that we did each week for. So uh, we're looking here. I went 7-10, and 10, Jack went 8-9, and uh, nine, and Stolze went 10-7. and seven. And then we had some picks that we ended up doing uh, on ESPN uh, a little bit later, uh, right before the week started last week. So um, I am actually doing one point better. I'm eight and eight in my uh, actual standard where I was going compared to seven and ten on the original thing. So I'm doing a little bit better. But uh, from what I see of mine, I don't know about you guys, but uh, the picks were about the same uh, from week one compared to a week ago. So, or a couple months ago. So, uh, Stolze, where, where are you kind of at in it? No, I mean, we still, we did all of our picks after free agency was done. After, like, it was all that June. Was done, right? It was June. So we knew, okay, yeah. so we knew what rosters were and everything like that. So that makes sense that we'd still be pretty close to our original picks. Yeah. Minus, you know, training camp injuries and day like week of injuries and stuff like that so i think it's actually kind of impressive that we're actually as close as we are to our original picks yeah i'm gonna go ahead and say that like i think a lot of the reason why that is is because you know uh this is what we picked as the season progresses it's going to get a little bit different because like there's some things that i saw like san francisco i was like the jets uh, yeah like the the jets obviously aaron Rodgers getting hurt san francisco i was like damn i have them at 16 and 1 i was like no fucking way but after watching them just come out and throttle the fucking steelers like they they looked pretty damn impressive, and Brock Purdy definitely showed out. Uh, Jack, where are you kind of at with your picks? Yeah, uh, similar to you guys. Uh, it's just, You can't predict injuries. Mm-hmm. The thing with Aaron Rodgers is really tough. Uh, but everything else seems like uh, it's that trajectory is going that way. I will say the Dolphins, man, they look good. Yeah. Tua looked really good. I, I said a lot about Jacksonville, and – people hate on uh trevor but he's man he looks great yeah yeah and uh also jacksonville looked a little little under the weather there at the first when we started them seeing against the colts and colts looked pretty good Mm. they came out of nowhere anthony richardson surprised i mean he surprised me yeah they're they're a rookie quarterback so no for sure uh he did he did as well and then um what was the other game that you just mentioned Oh, the Dolphins. The Dolphins, mm-hmm. I actually thought were um, very good coming into the so week. Good. It was it was probably the guest. Uh, I don't know if it was the best game of the week. It might have been the best game of the week. Um, probably was. Yeah, but uh, I remember you guys were talking about how you thought the Chargers were going to win. And I was like, I think the Dolphins are going to end up winning that game. And it was close. It was a shootout like we all thought it was going to be. And it just came down to the wire and things looked good. So, yeah. Do you, do you know where you're at with your actual like stats? Because you're 10 and – or you were 8 and 8. And then I think you're nine and eight in the standard, just pickums, right? Nine, nine and seven. Nine and seven. Nine and seven. Mm-hmm. Th- that doesn't make sense. There's, there's. Yeah, there's seventeen. Oh, the, no, there's yeah, there's, 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 there's. You're thinking weeks. 
Yeah, it's, it's not. Oh, am I? Yeah, you're right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, you're right. There's only 16 teams. Okay. So yeah, yeah I'm nine and seven, and hang on. No, you're good. Um, while <laughs> while you're we're doing that, let's go over some of the highlights. Both nine and seven. You're eight and eight. Eight and eight. Okay. Cool. Um, but let's kind of go through like some of the things that we saw. I mean, let's start out with what we were watching because we're doing the prime live streams or whatever. And I hope we keep that up and like actually watch the games together because we can stream the games on Thursday night football. But Dallas came or not Dallas. Um, Detroit came out and absolutely like shocked the world in a sense. I mean, we all thought that Detroit was going to do good, but you know, they came out and beat the Chiefs on week one. That's something that not a lot of people saw coming and just Watching the Chiefs' O line was not good, and the amount of drop passes that there were, it was it was definitely something to watch. So, you guys got anything to say about that game? Um, yeah, uh, we made picks ahead. before Kelsey got hurt, right? Yeah, of course. Okay, so I'm pretty sure, or even if we didn't, if we if you're knew ta- Kelsey ta- was hurt, I feel like are you talking about? We know Kelsey was hurt. Are you talking about this week? No, Kelsey. Last episode. Last episode, we did not. Or we okay, did, we so did, no, we did, because it was during Thursday know. night game. Yes, he wasn't playing the game. Okay. Yeah. Or, yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. So I think, were we taking him to cover that night because Kelsey was out? I had Detroit covering, I believe. I I don't know. I don't I wanna... feel like we all took him to Same. cover because Kelsey was out. Yeah, I can't, d- d- going through everything and running the fucking podcast and actually looking at the difference between standards and spreads and oh, stuff dude, like I that, it gets, it gets a little bit hard, especially with, like, the app. Because the ESPN fantasy app just, like, does not work uh, properly. Like, you have to click into it. And, like, when you want to do, like, the standard uh, pick them or whatever, you have to click it twice. And then you can't just click back and go to the other one. You have to exit out and fully go back in. So it becomes well, yeah, just I mean, a I'm whole. I'm in a pick em pool by myself for college football where I'm 14 and 6. So, I know. Yeah. And also, we <laughs> no, saw. I'm not even in that pool with you guys. Yeah. The college said you were 0-0 zero and zero this week. And you just sent a Snapchat yeah. of you being 14 and whatever or whatever. So, <laughs> yeah. But um, let's move down the line a little bit. Um, the next one, uh, the Titans, I didn't catch that game because we were watching the Bengals game. But some bullshit happened to get them to the loss, right? It's like a fumble or something. There was a hit on Derek Carr where he was clearly not throwing forward in the motion. Uh, The refs are supposed to let the ball play if it's a fumble recovery touchdown, just in case, just Mm -hmm. in case it is called that way. They caught an incomplete pass. They blew it dead. Then they reviewed it and they covered their ass and said it was an incomplete pass. But literally everyone, Gene Steratore, all these people were like, he, he wasn't a forward throw in motion. That was a fumble. Yeah. Recovered by, I think, Kevin Byard by the Titans in return for a touchdown. So the Titans not only lost out on a fumble six, but I think the Saints got three points off that drive. And it was a just complete miss, miss call by the refs okay. with a review okay. and a challenge. It was awful. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't know. that Again, that's why I, I didn't catch it because of the Bengals game. But, yeah, that sounds like some bullshit. Refs have a little bit too much power. I know we talked about it a lot at the end of last year. Um, they gave them a little bit of help in the Super Bowl to give the Chiefs the win or whatever. So you, you hate to see it, something come down to the refs just with a minor fuck-up or a major fuck-up, depending on what you think. But it is what yeah. it is. Um, just a quick 10-second mention. I mean, just watching the Chiefs and Lions game on Thursday night football, how many times did that their right tackle jump off sides for a false start? Dude, Chris Collinsworth yeah. literally made a joke that he was lining up at slot receiver. Yeah, it was it was ridiculous. It was he really was bad. He did it every it fucking so down. Bad. Yeah, yeah. They weren't calling it until the end of the game. It's just I don't know. 
Whatever. They called it once. Moving on. We can't do nothing about it. Yeah, it is what it is. Uh, the Vikings game, I think that was one of the biggest shockers for everybody. Uh, the Vikings having a really good season last year and playing Tampa Bay, who a lot of us thought were um, going to be bad, and Tampa Bay ended up uh, getting the dub. So, JJ had a hell of a game, though. Um, Washington, we all kind of had. San Francisco, we all kind of had, even though um, it wasn't quite what we thought. I know when we were talking about the spreads or whatever, like I actually took the, the – um, the Steelers to cover the spread because it was only like negative four or something like that. And they just came out and absolutely molly them. So they're looking uh, really real good. Quick, real quick, real quick. Mm-hmm. I'm not letting Kirk Cousins slide for getting outplayed by Baker Mayfield in his own fucking ca- in his crib. Yeah. I, that can't happen, bro. Like straight, that can't. No, happen. I mean it's like, week it's week one, and a lot of stuff happens during week one that like really shouldn't happen the care. rest of the year. But it really had a look to it where I'm like, ah, I took them to win that division, and I don't know. What did I? I don't yeah, know if I can I anymore. Especially when I you have. They, I said they got rid of their entire offense. Their entire offense is going to be Jordan Addison and uh justin jefferson yeah and he literally every single pass went to those two people yeah and then uh when you're talking about the division two over here we all had the bears and i think we all had the bears in the actual uh pickums for the last week too uh and green bay came out and just absolutely stomped them we know green bay historically performs well against well against the bears mm-hmm. i had the, i had the packers you did? I said they're the they're, they're the chicago boogeyman at the end of the day okay okay cool so yeah i mean there's that one um the Ravens got in a tough game, uh, or it wasn't a tough game. They ended up winning, but they looked real rough. Uh, yeah. So, um, what did you guys think of this Falcons Carolina game? Falcons did what they were, what I thought they were going to do. They're going to run the ball. Desmond Ritter hasn't shown anything yet. Drake London had no catches. Kyle Pitts still is not getting involved until Arthur Smith either figures out if Desmond Ritter is that guy and involves that passing game, that mm-hmm. team's very limited, but they're still dangerous just because their ability to run the ball is so incredible and their defense has taken a step forward. Yeah. I think they're a contender for the I think this South, is, but I think this is division. Bryce Young's division starting next year bare, like absolute earliest. You think really Bryce do. you think Bryce Young? Who else is gonna be? I just don't see Bryce Young being that successful. I mean the, the Bryce Young didn't have a bad game. This is this is the division that I see. I, the, maybe the Falcons having the ability to going with three running backs deep, but besides that, I really don't see any of these teams stepping up all that much in the next couple years because they've always no, been kind of laughing stock division. at the NFC. I'm not saying to do anything. Oh. I'm just saying like oh, this okay. is like the NFC runs NFC South runs through Carolina next year at the absolute latest. We'll it see. They got they got pounded by the Falcons this week, so yeah. it's whatever first game of a rookie quarterback hey man fucking richardson came out and fucking two interceptions richardson came out and fucking performed really well against one of the best defenses in the afc like it just yeah that's that's a weak one that's it's one of those things like sometimes you you know what you want to do against them sometimes like anthony richardson there's no tape on him he played what like 12 games of florida or something like that like he didn't play that many games i don't know so it's like you, know, you probably be, there's a lot more to, tape on Bryce Young than Anthony Richardson. That's true. That's true. Because I didn't okay, really know wow. who Richardson was until like the end of last year. It was like because Florida's right. not really yell, relevant in SEC as much anymore. So, um, yeah, let's go ahead and go cover the Bengals game a little bit. I know we're Bengals fans. We kind of skipped over that just a just a bit. Um, this was probably the most embarrassing loss, the biggest shock to everybody in the entire week one of the NFL. 
Um, the, we knew that they struggled with the Browns, but not quite like so. that. I mean, you guys had the Bengals won. I picked the Browns to win. I have had the pay- Browns pick to win that game. When I saw that we were playing the Browns when the schedules came out week one, I was like, ain't no way we win that game. And I thought we were going to lose the game. I did not think that we were going to lose like that. The rain had a little bit to do with it, but be, to be completely honest with you, when you have a receiving core and a quarterback like we do, there's absolutely no reason to fucking be the worst fucking quarterback in the NFL, especially after you made fucking $550 million a year and signed a contract. I'm going to go ahead and say it. I know a lot of people are fucking down on uh, Burrow or whatever. Or some people are like, oh, don't worry about it. But, you know, you announce a fucking contract like that and you have your Burrow saying that he wants to help other guys out and then you come in and completely shit the bed against the team that you've shit the bed against one or five out of six times, it looks bad. And the fucking Bengals were not there. So, That shit is so much more than just Burrow, though, dude. The Bengals only it won thirty percent. The Bengals only the Bengals offensive line only won thirty percent of their offensive pass uh, pass snap percentages. Now they won, I think they won like seventy percent of their true pass sets, where they came out like in empty and like it was a true pass set. Yeah, I saw someone but with the thirty percent blo- pass blocking, and I was I was telling someone I was like the O line probably looked the best out of our entire offense. The wide receivers were running wrong routes, and that's not necessarily Burrow's fault. And the running backs were missing wide, blocking I, cues. They were fucking missing blocking cues. I thought T Higgins. Cues. I thought T was jogging on at least three three to four routes. Well, maybe there's some discord between uh, T Higgins and the rest of them because you know Burrow got paid, and that means that he's not going to get paid. So we'll have to see what happens for the rest of no, the. No, he's going to get paid no matter no matter what. He's getting paid. What do you mean? It just matter if it's here or not. Okay. He's going to get his fucking money. You can be a sour bitch about it all you want. If you want to chase money and not rings, we don't have a place for you here anyway. Okay. Well, Jack, do you have at any the end of the day? Do you have any comments about that game? Yeah, I mean, it's just it is what it is. It's tough. What the Bengals, I mean, if you just want to get down to brass tacks, we have to figure out a way to win games when Burrow isn't super bad. Yeah. That's the way our offense is structured. I get it. But when he's not on his A game, how do we win? We have to figure that out. Yeah, no, should run for sure. We we need to start opening up the run game. Uh, Irv Smith didn't look good. It was raining, and I do give a little bit of credit to that, that, that being so bad. But still, we haven't seen Burrow perform that bad. And it kind of makes me wonder, like, if we have to deal with, like, adversity with the elements and stuff like that, is this the Burrow we're going to get when it's just pouring down rain or whatever? I mean, it shouldn't be. We beat them in the fucking the yeah. Bills at fucking uh, High Tower or whatever the fuck it's called um, last year snow in the fucking snow. That's two different animals, it, though, man. It's 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 it one thousand percent two different. He things. also hasn't had his reps, and that does matter to a player who's so built on timing like Burrow. It is important. Okay. Uh, I don't think it's much to panic about. It is disappointing. It is what it is. Yeah, move on from it. No, Hope, hopefully they get their shit better. I don't think that we should be panicking either, but I do fucking it had the a real it had a real rough look to it, I will say that. Why did why did we cut Lael Collins? I don't know, but we're going to move on from the this one. Like it just doesn't on. make any sense. Whatever. Um, let's move on fucking the 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 Eagles game. <laughs> I know you guys, I had actually picked the spread and I missed this one by 0.5. Because it was uh it was four point five was the spread, and the Patriots I thought you guys were talking 
well, I think it was Stolze was talking about them tanking to get a quarterback next oh, year. A theory. Yeah, no. And I was like, I don't think that's a part of Belichick's mindset. And it didn't really stick this week because uh, they they started out slow, but ended up coming back in that game a little bit. And that was probably the second best game to watch of the week, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, yeah. In my opinion, Philly looked like shit. Yeah. But... Well, you lose your offensive <clears throat> and defensive coordinator. That might be what you get. Yeah. So. Yeah. Not to mention, I mean, you're talking about. Belichick in week one when he has months to prepare for an offense. Yeah. That's what he does. Still I'm not lost. surprised. I'm not su- – yeah, I'm not surprised they were in the game. But what it comes down to is the Patriots, as it has been for years, they're at a talent deficit, especially on offense. Yeah. That's just – you're well, not going to get far. Mac- you can win some games because of your coaching, but you're not going to get far. What was it, Mac Jones' top three passer in week one or something like that? So, they're – they looked a little bit better offensively, so we'll see what happens. Maybe they're coming around a little bit, starting to play as a team a little bit more. Um, moving on, uh, the L.A. game. Uh, Stolze, I'm going to give you a little bit of credit for this because we were talking about months ago when we were doing like the predictions or whatever. You were like, L.A. just looks like the team I was looking at. They're like, no way they lose this game. No way they lose this game. Stafford back. I think he was the top passer last week. Uh, no, Tua was. Outside the, of Tua. Yeah, Tua yeah. And then um, – you were the only one that actually had this one. We are expecting the Seahawks to do good, but they didn't look really good. Um, we'll have to see how that pans out from here. But, yeah, you got anything to say further on it? For Honestly, I have no idea why I've been – well, I do know why I'm high on the Rams because when you have that quarterback and that head coach, like, it's going to be a good team no matter what. Like, McVay's legit and Stanford's legit. The second Stanford gets out of Detroit, he goes and wins a fucking Super Bowl. So, <laughs> you tell me. He's a good quarterback. But, I don't know. I think historically, the Rams beat the shit out of Seattle, too. Like, I vividly remember sitting at Illy when they were the St. Louis Rams beating up on the Russell Wilson Seahawks. Like, I vividly I don't know. Do you know, Jack? It was like Tavon. It was the Tavon Austin days. But they always sure. used to beat up on him. So, I was like, I'm just taking the Rams. Okay. I just remember them beating them all the time. All right, well, we'll move on uh, to the uh, the Miami Dolphins and the Chargers game, which the coin flip. which was yeah, which was the best <laughs> best one. Uh, Jack, do you have any comments that you'd like to share on uh, that game? Uh, great game. Tua looked amazing and good for him coming off the injuries he had last year as a you know former football player. That's just awesome to see. Yeah, he's playing great. He's playing confident, and it's kind of like one of those things like uh, they are loaded. On offense and defense, they've got a good coach who knows how to scheme his speed open, which is dangerous. Yeah, when they're at their best, they might be a top three team in the league. Ty- Tyreek uh, was the man in that game. Absolutely. Yeah. And so was Tua. Is, like, I was my biggest. Jalen Waddle had like was, a quiet eighty yards. Right. <laughs> quiet. Yeah. I mean, even you know, Raheem Mostert had a good game. Like they just their yeah. skill players fed because their offense is moving. Their defense played well against a damn good offense. I mean, I don't want to say they played great. And I was worried because Jalen Ramsey was out. But regardless, I could ramble on about it. The Dolphins looked great. The Chargers also, I think they've got a lot of talent. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how the, the season plays out for both yeah. of them. My thing with it, I was big on the Dolphins this year. I took the Dolphins as being the seventh team in uh, with the Jets being fucking probably a 50-50 team this year. I mean, I could still see them getting, like, being in playoff contention. I don't see them actually making it with the Rodgers out of it. Um, Brees Hall looked really good in that, if he can stay healthy or whatever. 
but the Dolphins have potential to be that that team that was like what the uh, what the Jets were going to be. It all just comes down to whether or not Tua can stay healthy for me. That's that's the one thing that I have to say about that. Um, Denver and Las Vegas Raiders coming out and surprising me. I have them doing really bad with my predictions. They might be a little bit better, but I think they kind of moved laterally just about everywhere um, in the off season, including Garoppolo. Uh, got a win on the Broncos, and I think that just kind of reaffirms what we've all been saying about Russ and Peyton not necessarily getting along and not fitting well together. Um, I think Russell Wilson has checked out. Do you guys have any comments this on was that? The, this was the one game where I said I don't give a shit about either one of these teams, and I will actively go out of my way to not watch them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I didn't watch a second. I haven't watched a highlight of these games. There might not be a highlight of these games. No. Like, no. Yeah, so, yeah, no. All right, and then, yeah, but this this game right here is my most embarrassing loss of the week. Oh, uh, the the Dallas one, prime time at home. You don't score, a dude. Point. And you know what? We all like, know how I feel about the the Dallas. And besides the point, the fact that I know you're getting ready to say that they lost fifty six to nothing, um, <laughs> but no, Dallas actually did look impressive. Uh, Hey, their defense, my defensive player of the year, pick. Their defense, <laughs> Micah Parsons, bro. Their their defense, literally. I think that they had like fifty yards total offense or some bullshit like that. Uh, their defense scored like thirty something. Was the second highest scoring uh player in uh fantasy or something. Jack has their defense and ended up losing that game. I remember texting Tibbs about it, and like Tibbs was like, Tibbs was like, I need eight points after that game was over. The the New York and Dallas game. He's like, I need eight points from Diggs. And I was like, you might be able to do that. And I was like, I didn't see how the hell he was going to beat you after the Dallas put up 30 points. So, um, I had three skill players just drop a stinker. Yeah. Uh, I had, sucks, but it'd be like that. We're going to get into fantasy here in one second. But yeah, no, nah, you have any comments about the, the game, though? It was a murder. It was just a complete shit show. Dallas looked like I expected them to look there. They do this, though. So you it's ex- hard to know. You expect them to look that good? Uh, maybe not 40 to nothing, you know, but I expected them to get this win pretty handedly. And that is the better team. You know, uh, I think they have one of the best rosters in the NFL. It's just, I don't, I just, I'm not a huge McCarthy fan. I'm not a Jerry Jones fan. I just think, but, uh, I just think their offense struggles a little bit too much. Cause wasn't that game like fucking 20 points of defensive scoring? Yeah, I mean, the offense didn't do a lot, but they didn't have to. When your defense is playing like that, it's it's the kind of thing like, hey, go out and run the ball twice and play action. But how, don't, don't, yeah, don't but how, the ball. But how often are you going to fucking rely on your defense to get 20 points for you? Well, my, my point is when the game's going that way as an OC, you're just playing conservative. Yeah. Why yeah, why come out and try shit. to score a bunch more points to show week two opponents? You know, right. That's, yeah. Gotcha. So like this, yeah, it makes book, sense. Keep your plays in the book. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think they really needed to do anything crazy. They just played within themselves and they won the ball or they won the game. So okay, uh, Dallas did what they had to do. Cool. And then let's go to another really good game, which was Monday Night Football. Um, the Jets actually. You were the only one that got them, uh, Jack. I I thought that they'd need some time to adjust to uh, Aaron Rodgers or whatever, and I took the Bills in that one, uh, and then they slowly progressed from there. Um, it was a good game. For other reasons than Aaron Rodgers, though, because he was out, as we all know, in like the first three plays, the, it, they didn't even get a he didn't even get a first down as a Jet, I don't think. So, out uh, for the Brees season, yeah, 
<laughs> Brees Hall, Brees Hall got a, he got like a second down run. Yeah, and I'm kind of pissed about that because I had him in fucking fantasy. I didn't start him, and they didn't announce until 30 minutes before the game that he was playing. And I was like, oh, okay. I would have loved to have that. Had 108 yards and two fucking carries. <laughs> yeah, but he played good. Uh, I will say this. Zach Wilson came in and looked a little uh, little deer in headlights, a little shaky or whatever, but ended up having some decent plays. There were a couple times when their O-line was definitely going to be an issue for Aaron Rodgers this year if he did play because he was scrambling and he was getting out and making some throws, man. So I don't know. I, I could realistically see the Jets still being a mid-tier to potentially playoff contender at the end of the year. Yeah, I agree. They've got like, the talent dude, for it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree, dude. Their defense is really, really good. And Robert Sala, I got I gained some respect for Robert Sala as a coach yesterday. Mm-hmm. Dude, not to mention Garrett Wilson's a beast and fucking Brees Hall's a beast. And even Dalvin Garrett Cook. Dalvin, so Cook good, Dalvin Cook still looks pretty good last night, too. So, like, they've got weapons. I don't think their O-line's there, and I don't think their quarterback's there. But outside of that, they're pretty fucking solid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... Okay, that was the rundown of week one of the NFL. Let's go ahead and move on. Uh, I can show the spreads a little bit right now, just again, that we got. This is uh, the standard, I believe. Now, our buddy T-Hub's at 9-7. and seven. You and Jack are both at 9-7. I'm at 8-8. Eight and eight. Uh, With the spreads, Hubbard is actually 11-5. and five. Good job, Hubbard. Hell yeah, man. Uh, Jack is 10-6. and se- six. Um, nine, Apparently, I didn't do this one. 9-7. and seven. Wh- Who are you on this? Apparently, I didn't do it. Okay, so or we're the having... The same thing happened to me. Yeah, you're doing it on colleges, too. So you do you know what you are by any chance? Because it's just not showing Stolze on some of the leaderboards. Uh, For some reason, I think you were tied with me on this one, 9 and 7. I was 9 and 7. No. Okay. Let's move on to fantasy. Some of the things that we uh, kind of saw with like individual players and stuff like that. We can kind of go right around here um james came out swinging this week with like 112 fucking points or some bullshit like that um we had some really good uh all the guys on this podcast currently are doing really bad really rough i came out and higgins (laughs) dropped a fucking goose egg so there's that i had jk dobbins he got hurt in the first got scored touchdown got a torn achilles out for the year so that's where i'm at with my fantasy team but yeah um specifically Tibbs uh Sigmund and James all did really well this week James just had Tyreek who went absolutely off he had a bunch of really good skilled players that went off and you know um Bijan must start you see Sigmund over here Bijan or Bijan did start and uh he did pretty good so even though they have three quarter running backs uh yeah man props to him pull up pull up my roster and just look at why I lost uh waiver heroes I mean, it is just so brutal. Okay, so that's your starting. Game. Go to my ma- yeah. Go to my matchup. Uh, right above that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can go go up, go up. Where it says Team Hormeyer up more. What the fuck is this? That's the matchup. So you can actually like go down and see. Now go down to my bench. Well, first I want to see what you... Where's the actual points that they scored? The, On the right? It just says... Pro, right. Projected and then... Fa- total points is directly next to it. Oh, to okay. Right okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking stupid. So, yeah. Burrow didn't even put up four points. So, 
You have that. Wide receiver, oh nah, yeah, yeah, nah. And then you come down here. <laughs> so, hey, yeah. Nah, You're you, welcome, Harmeyer. Yeah. Don't say I never did anything for you. Well, Harmeyer had Rodgers who got hurt in the, because I was like looking to see, because this was one of those lopsided scores that you go and look at it. And then you look at it and you're like, yeah, um, he might be able to have this game in control because he had like two players or something that were playing in that game or something. And then Aaron Rodgers goes out in the first three plays and it was like, ah, well, there goes my season, much less this game. So, yeah. Let me know if you need a quarterback. Yeah, I got Stafford too. I'm trying to get him to do it. I think <laughs> I messaged him today trying to get him to get Stafford off me. Um, you might not want to get rid of Stafford. I might not either. No, but... I might be, he's got JJ, so I'm trying to fucking maybe work out a way to get that. Even if I have to get rid of another player, but that's, that's. He gets rid of his number one overall I, pick I'm, for I, a quarterback. I might make it worth it for him, man. I might make it worth No, I wouldn't give him just a quarterback. I'd probably have to give him something else, but. Um, Pause. Yeah, I got, I got out of my home, so <laughs> that's what it is. Jack, you're being awful quiet over there, man. You got, uh, you got anything to say about fantasy? I was just letting y'all, you know, do your thing before I jump in. Yeah, I mean, my team underperformed. I, it's honestly funny. Like, anytime a defense puts up 35 points like Dallas did, you would think I won by 20. automatic win. But I ended up losing by nine. If Dallas scores a normal defensive like point total, like 10 or 12, I put up like 47 points. <laughs> That's how bad. <laughs> I mean, Lamar Jackson had six points. Drake London, my number two receiver, had zero. My start and tight end had 3.5. My flex had 3.5. It was just bad. Just bad. Uh, my kicker went for negative two because I had the Giants kicker who missed both his field goals. <laughs> <laughs> it was just bad. It was a really bad week one. You know? yeah. It happens. Yeah. You know, whatever. I, I, I won my other two leagues. They don't matter here, but whatever. Yeah. No, but the one that we're actually putting on like a podcast for everyone to see, he <laughs> just underperformed. At least you had Calvin Ridley doing all Lamar. Lamar, the AFC North fucking quarterbacks performed historically bad all the way around this week. Uh, Watson did the best, and even he was throwing some balls that fucking did not look good. So, um, I mean, that rain was coming down. Dude, I can't imagine what it's like dude, to try and throw on target in that rain. Right. Uh, no, I feel you. Um, Bailey had fucking had Tua and Watson, and she started Watson this week. I, I messaged her. I messaged her. I was like, Bailey, just a word of advice. I was like, Tua have Tua and the Dolphins are a lot better of an offense. You might want to might want to stick with them. Yeah, and the Charger secondary is never good. <laughs> yeah. They have the talent. It's like the, the Chargers are one of those weird teams where they always have these, these superstars and they don't gel together. I mean, you would think with J.C. Jackson and Derwin James and names like that, they'd be balling out on top of Joey Bosa. Uh, what is it, Khalil Mack? They've I wonder if they play. Roster. I'll be right back. I wonder guys, if they play a lot more zone than man, because you would think with guys like Derwin Jones and that, or Derwin James and that, like you would play a lot of man coverage. Right. I wonder if they're trying to play a bunch of zone, and it's just not what they're used to. Maybe I just don't think Brandon like, Staley's the, the Bengals. Guy. The Bengals play a lot of zone, hmm. a lot of zone. They like to drop Logan Wilson and Jermaine Pratt back in coverage, because yep. they play that that four three. Because, like, how many times have you seen the Bengals come out in a 3-4? Not often. I mean, they'll come out in 4-4s. Four like, they'll come out with yeah. Marcus Bailey. You know what I mean? Well, but yeah, they, hardly, they do that. They almost never come out in a 3-4. Three, three, I mean, it's a completely different scheme. You know, teams oh, yeah, sk- sure. stick to one or the other. You know, you're... Well, you're yeah, and you're usually going to have... You're usually going to have an off-ball linebacker that can... Exactly. 
or that. like an actual uh what's the, what's the term like an actual nose tackle versus a right yeah like three or four technique you know like that those that's yeah like you actually those have like a little card. different gaps that you're playing in make a big difference to a player who's used to playing or attacking an o-line it like, may seem trivial had, to someone who doesn't know it but if i had a guy like a michael parsons or like a miles garrett i would almost want to see if i could jump into a three four every once in a while like Imagine you're just four three all game, and then you come out third down three four. Like, mm-hmm. what's up? <laughs> like right. in a crucial moment, and you still have like, you know, you have Miles Garrett lined up over a center in a three four. Well, I mean, honestly, have look fun. what look what Jim Schwartz did. That's honestly that's what you should do with a superstar player like Miles Garrett. Move him around, Put him everywhere. Yes. Throw off the offense. Make the offensive line be like, where is he at? Now we know where he's at. Can we block him? And most of the time, the answer is no. Yeah, and it's like they do that with Micah. Like, Micah Parsons will come flying off the edge, and sometimes he's sitting there at the linebacker spot, and he comes to the A-gap, like, ready to murder somebody. So, when you got dudes like that, you just got to have them be ball hawks. Just let them go get the ball. Yeah, you want to free them up in their head to play off instincts. That's the goal. Yeah, yeah, don't make them think. So you play a good ball. Exactly. Yeah. 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 All right, you guys have any more to say about fantasy? Because as of right now, I'm just going to kind of show uh, mine a little bit. I had fucking a rough, rough outing. Oh, wait, I actually need to go back. NFL week one. So Papa rules, bro. Yeah, Papa rules. rules fucking, he, he, he's got a pretty good team. I think he's uh, fourth in the league right now. Um, he had a couple uh, underachievers or whatever, but I'm just going to go ahead. Mahomes had a fucking off week. Uh, Javante Williams, uh, I don't really know much about that dude, but uh, apparently they I've been reading a lot that he was, uh, I should keep him. Um, and they put up like about six points. J.K. Dobbins put a touchdown up and then was about to go off and then got hurt in the first quarter, I believe it was the first quarter, out for the season. Um, Debo Samuels didn't do much. T. Higgins dropped a fucking goose egg. Can never rely on a tight end. Uh, Keenan Allen did all right. Uh, McPherson kind of missed a field goal, but still got me three or whatever. This is kind of what I want to highlight, though. The Brees Hall thing I already talked about, how fucking they didn't announce until 30 minutes before, or I probably would have played him this week. And then he went off. Another good thing was Dalton Kincaid. I found out that he was doing, uh, he's actually worth it. So I ended up dropping my um, uh, Gerald Everett. But I cleaned house in fucking uh, uh, my bench. I dropped four players this week. I ended up dropping J.K. Dobbins. I got, uh, I got Gainswell. I still have Stafford and Goff. Um, I dropped this Rashad Penny guy. Um, KJ Osmond, I still have. I dropped the Curtis Samuel because the uh, Atwell or something like that from the the Rams. Uh, he ended up putting up like twelve points last week or something stupid, and uh, I just decided to get you know better guys. I feel like the the Rams are gonna Stafford's played amazing for week one, so those guys are gonna get some touches and they'll be good to sub in here and out depending on the game. I did not like my bench at all. Me and Tibbs were talking about it and talking about how it was just an absolute awful bench. So I cleaned house, and now I actually feel pretty confident about it. So moving on from there. You guys have any more economy, uh, fantasy comments? No. All right. Let's move on to the pigskin pick'em, y'all, which is the pick'ems for the NFL that we got going on here. Um, so, sorry, I'm just getting this set up a little bit. We're going to go ahead and we're going to do split spreads and we're going to do um, just regular, just like we did last week at the same time. So 
we got the first game Thursday night. We've got Vikings at Philadelphia. Jack, what, what are you kind of thinking about this game? These are for our week two matchups. I think, I mean, this is this should be Philly. I, I haven't been high on the Vikings. I think they overachieved last year. They won like 13. They were 13 and four. Eight or 10 of those games were one score games. It's just, yeah. Kirk Cousins is, his floor is decently high but he bombs out too much. The offense goes through Justin Jefferson too much. The defense I don't think is great. And the Eagles are the Eagles. I think the Eagles still are a top five roster. They're coached better. Yeah, and it's at Philly. Okay. Uh, Stolze? Um, oh, are you having them cover the spread? Are you having them cover the spread, Jack? Spreads at 7.5. Well, yeah, let's keep the spread up if we're going to do that. Um, I can do that. And plus, yeah, because I, the way it's fucking working, I can't click it on and off, and the, the OBS wasn't working for me, so I can't actually click through and show our things or whatever, so we're just going to have to say by verbally what we were picking. So, yeah, we're good yeah, to go. Yeah, I think I'm going to roll with them, them covering the spread with seven and a half. Okay, cool. Stolzy? I agree. Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins and Primetime are not friends. I agree. They cover the spread. Okay. Like, Eagles cover the spread. Okay, cool. Yeah, I actually have this one. I've got the Eagles both covering the spread and winning this game. I think that, you know, Super Bowl last year, they're still good. They had a rough first outing. Like I said before, week one can get a little bit tricky with some teams, and that might be why they struggled against the Patriots a little bit. I'm going to go ahead and take them to cover spread. Vikings didn't look good last week. So, um, Moving on, we have the Green Bay Packers at Atlanta. He just walked out of the room. So who you got for this one, uh, Jackie boy? tough one man i uh the, the packers did look good i think that jordan love is gonna be better than i thought he was which makes sense sitting behind aaron Rodgers, you would assume he's absorbing some things they also i mean he's it's not like he was a bad talent um they've got a good defense but i'm I, i'm gonna roll with the falcons here because they're at home i do believe in their potential uh, I will say that if there are pass offenses that start clicking over the first quarter of the season, then I'll probably, I'll probably will feel a lot less confident about them. If they can't feel figure that out, eventually teams are going to figure out a way to shut them down and help. Yeah, so, I, yeah, I'm taking the Falcons winning, covering the spread. I'm with you. With it being one point spread, it's kind of hard to go against it. Uh, I'm taking the Falcons as well. I just think that they have such an unstoppable run game right now, um, which maybe they can run some sort of like option. I don't know. Ritter doesn't impress me, but I d I'm not still yet sold on the Packers this year. Jordan Love looked good. Like we said, they performed well against the Bears, so um, I'm going to go with the Falcons and have them cover the spread. Stolze? Yeah, from a gambling standpoint, this game's an absolute stay away. Um, Non-division non rivals, weird-ass spread. Like, you just stay away from these kind of games. But I'm going to take the Packers. I think their defense is better than Atlanta's. And I truly think that they can get on Desmond Ritter a little bit, despite the run game. Because, I mean, if Green Bay gets up early, they're gonna, Falcons are going to have to start passing. That's just how it is. Huh. So. All right, Raiders at Buffalo. Um, Stolze, go ahead and go back to back on this one. Who you got here? Buffalo bounces back against a bad team. They cover the spread and win. Okay. Yeah, I actually have the Bills winning this game, but I don't have them covering the spread. Uh, something about the Bills just didn't look too impressive with me. I mean, I know they were playing a really good defense. Uh, I think that it's just one of those things where they need a little bit of time to get get going. 
Uh, Josh Allen threw like three picks to the same guy. He just throws some balls that don't need to be thrown, does some stuff that doesn't need to be thrown. He was looking like a wild man. I think he needs some time to uh, like calm, calm the jitters down for this season because he, he looked a little bit rough, in my opinion, on Monday night. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and take Bills in the game, but Ra- Raiders cover the spread. Jack? I mean, Josh Allen's just a true gunslinger. He's the type of quarterback where if he if – if the team needs to make a play – he believes it's all on himself, which makes him prone to make big mistakes. He's still a great quarterback. I do think they bounce back and win, but I think the Raiders are better than I was giving them credit for. They've got a lot Same. of talent. Right. Um, I think they're going to cover. I think the Raiders are going to cover, but lose probably by three, five, something like that. Cool. Um, yeah. Okay. We're going to move in Buffalo. That's the only reason I think they cover the spread if they win. I think if they win, they'll win by more than like ten. I think they win by like ten. Gotcha. Uh, we're going to move past the um, Bengals and come back to them uh, here in a second. We have the Seahawks at the Lions. This is a game that's looking actually pretty interesting now. Uh, was this one of your guys' pick uh, game of the weeks? No. No. Okay, no. it wasn't. So, yeah, Seattle at Detroit. Um, I have Detroit winning this game straight out, but um, I have Seattle covering the spread. I think this one's going to go to the wire. Seattle didn't look that impressive to me as I thought they were going to be last week. Might have just been the week one jitters. Detroit looked pretty good. I think I'm going to end up taking Detroit in this one. Uh, Stolze. I'm taking Seattle to cover. Um, I don't think this is going to be a high-scoring game. I think... um, Seattle's got a pretty good defense that'll keep them in check, and neither team has like an ex- a super explosive offense. Like I think that I'm on Ross St. Brown's always going to get his, but I think it's a close game. Um, Lions win, Seahawks cover. Cool, Jack. I I kind of feel somewhat similar, but I I do think the Lions have a, a, an untapped gear on offense that they might reach at some point in the season. Maybe this is too early. I think they definitely have the talent to be a very very good. Uh, I also think yeah. that their defensive front is going to give the Seahawks O line, which is always pretty bad. Uh, I think it's going to give them trouble. I got the Lions winning, and I think they cover it home. Oh, yeah. Okay. Moving on to the next one, we have the Chargers at the Titans. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and start this one off. I have the Chargers uh, winning this game and covering the spread. I don't think that it's going to be an absolute blowout like a lot of people thought they were. I actually originally had the Titans covering the spread in this one, but I just think that the Chargers have a little bit too much on offense that the the, the Titans defense can't cover, and the Titans just are going to struggle offensively in this game, I think. Um, I'd probably take the Chargers by about 10 in this one. So, yeah. Stolze? I'm right there with you. Chargers bounce back and win and cover. Okay. Jack? Yeah, I agree. I don't know if it'll be by that much because the Titans are going to be angry. They're coming home. Rabel's a great coach. It's just Tannehill, man. Tannehill, when he plays within himself, Tannehill versus he Herbert. has potential. But yeah, Tannehill's, he's past his prime. Uh, he's hes never been great, but he was decent. And I just think he should have had like much. five picks in that game on Sunday. Yeah. I like, just, I he just, had yeah, three I just of them that was dropped. I think there comes a point in certain quarterbacks' careers, once your confidence is shaken, it's really hard to get back. And I think he's past that point, unfortunately. Yeah. For him. Okay. Unless you're this guy right here. 
Baker Mayfield. Bo- Boomer Mayhem. Shake the confidence. <laughs> no, I, I loved it. I mean, I, I, I do like Cousins or whatever, but you really like to see a team that you thought was not going to be too well, like the Tampa Bay come out and fucking throttle a team that you thought was going to be good. Um, yeah, they look, they look pretty good. I saw actually Hubbard in our little um, waivers thing today. He dropped the Bengals defense and picked up the Bucks defense, which I thought was a little bit weird. Um, I was about ready to hop on the Bengals defense there real quick to have them as uh, like a back out, but Bengals lost twenty four to three and they won the turnover battle. I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I I almost put something in there, but I was like, you know what? That might work out for me. So fucking yeah. Um, but yeah, it told me that I couldn't pick him up until Saturday. And I was like, I might want to think about this a little bit. So we'll see what happens. Someone might already have him claimed, but anyway, let's move on to the bears and the Buccaneers. I personally am still sticking with the bears might have a better year, uh, than they did last year. Um, I think this game will kind of show it for me. Don't want to get boomer too much confidence in this game, but I'm taking the bears to win the game and cover the spread, obviously, because they're not favored. Um, but I think I'm going to be pulling for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers that game. So yeah, this is like my second hometown now too that my parents live down there. Um, it's Jack, what do you got in this one? I'm with you. I the Bucks probably are going to be riding a little bit of an emotional high coming out and beating the Vikings week one. Um, they are playing at home, but I, I do think I think the Bears still are going to take a step forward this season. Uh, I may have overestimated them, but uh, yeah, I think they win and obviously cover since they're unfavored. Okay, Stolzy. Um, I'm going to go ahead. I don't have Tampa with many wins, so I got to stick to my guns because I only had him at like three wins Same. or something like that. So I can't do it now. Um, so I'm going to take the bears money line. Um, I think three and a half points is actually a, kind of a lot for what both of these offenses do. It's like, again, not two great offenses, but not two great defenses either. So you never really know what's going to happen in these games. All right. Moving on, we have Jack's game of the week, which was Kansas City Chiefs at the Jaguars. So we can break this one down a little bit more if we need to. Uh, Jack, it's your game of the week, so who you got? What do you got? I'm going Jags. I'm going Jags. They're they're not favored. They're at home. I think uh, – I don't know if Kelsey's playing, but I know obviously Chris Jones is there. Um. The reason I'm picking them is because I'm sticking to kind of my mood in our run the pool picks that we did months yeah. ago. I was high on the Jags. I do think that they hit the ground running. Um, Kansas City still Kansas City. I'm not going to sit here and try to convince anyone that the Jags are a better team overall. I just think the Jags are at home. Uh, the Chiefs might be wobbling a little bit at the start of the season. And um, I don't know. We'll see if their receivers bounce back, man. I do think if there's a healthy Kelsey – then most of their problems I don't, go away. I don't think there is. Passes. I don't think there yeah, is. I was right. reading a little bit about it, and it does not seem like he was going to play the game. Uh, their tight end actually did. Their backup tight end, I can't remember his name, did step Noah, up pretty Noah well. Gray, right? Yeah, he did. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, he looked good. He, he did. Good. He did look good. Uh, probably not what you would expect from like a Kelsey, but like still looked good compared to the other receivers. I'm with yeah. you on this. I'm taking the Jags to cover the spread and win this game. Um, obviously, they're not favored, but. Uh, yeah, I just the offensive line did not look good. They dropped a long bunch of passes. The Patrick Mahomes is about the only thing that really looked good uh in Kansas City on Monday night or on last Thursday night. So I think the Jags looked pretty good. Their offense is ready to go. Uh, they hit the ground running and they're going to keep that momentum going. I originally didn't have them winning this game because the the Chiefs are just that team or whatever. But it's looking like after Week One that the Jags got what it takes. Do you guys hear that? 
Yeah, I heard it. I'm not sure what that is. Static. What was that? I think. Is it my mic? I don't know. Better it, now. Better now. Is it gone? Yeah, it's yep. gone. Uh, Stolzy, what you got? Um, I'm gonna go with the Chiefs to win and cover. I truly think that if this was a, if they knew if Travis Kelsey was playing or not, I think this would be a five and a half point spread. I think Jacksonville's kind of due for a little bit of a letdown, like not in terms of the season, like for the season, but yep. in terms of where they are in. Compared to the... Like, they got a full head of steam coming into that. They think that they got this one, and it's just going to end up fucking... Yeah, and, like, I don't think they looked all that great on Sunday. Like, I thought they could have looked better. Um, I just... I don't know. If if Kelsey's back, I'm absolutely taking the Chiefs. It's minus two and a half. Okay. Cool. Any more comments on uh, Jack's Game of the Week? Moving on. We have the Colts at the Texans. Um... Two of the worst team. I think these were the two lead, worst records in the NFL last year, weren't they? Um, I'm going ahead. Go ahead and take the Colts. Colts looked pretty good. Richardson looked good starting out with them. Um, I know Taylor is hurt, uh, so they got some stuff to fill in. But you know, the Texans are easily, in my opinion, the worst team in the league still. Um, the, the Ravens had a terrible game last week, and they still beat them by like 17 points. So I'm going to stick with the Colts on this one. Uh, Jack, who you got? Yeah, I think the Colts are the better team. Texans playing at home maybe gives them some type of advantage. <clears throat> but I just think they've got a long way to go. Uh, it's tough to call, though. These are both pretty bad rosters. This is kind of a coin flip for me. Um, I think I'm going to roll. Roll with the Colts? Okay. I don't know. I'm going to roll Texans, actually, just because they're at home. But, yeah. Oh, really? You said Colts. Yeah, I think I'm just going to do it. Whatever. I know. Yeah, I think I'm just going to go Texans, though. Fuck you. Yeah. All right. Or fuck it. Fuck you too. No, actually. That's cool. about it. Yeah, just <laughs> Tulsi. Cool. <laughs> uh, I'm taking the Texans too. Um, I don't know. From a gambling standpoint, again, this is another stay away game. Two shitty teams. You never know which way. It's like This could be a blowout or this could be a one-point game. But yeah. I do think – I think the Texans win. Oh, you got Texans. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, this is my game of the week. Uh, we've got the 49ers at LA. Um, it is a divisional game. So, uh, you never know what to expect with those divisional games. The 49ers definitely looked really good. The Rams looked pretty good. Defense versus offense type thing going on here. Uh, there's a lot going on in this game. I think this is the one that really kind of like shows like who, who the powerhouse of the NFC could be this year. Because the Rams, like I've said, they're that 50-50 for team for me. I know the 49ers are going to be good. But I'm really taking the 49ers to win this game and cover the spread. They looked very impressive last week, and I think that even though L.A. is probably going to do a little bit better than I thought they would, that the the 49ers are just going to be that much better. So, Jack, who you got? Yeah, I mean, it's at L.A., but that doesn't mean the Niners anything. are just that team. The Niners are just that team, you know, and uh, I think the Rams played – Sean McVay's a hell of a coach. He's going to – he schemed well. I don't think they're better than the Seahawks, especially not by that much. So, yeah, I got the Niners and cool. the cover. All right. Stolze? Same thing. I, I is, is high, Even though I've been high on the Rams for a while, like, I don't – we're not um, – we're not going to sit here and act like they're that good. <laughs> like, no. The only reason I had them with that many wins, like I said on the pre-show, was because – I was just like they they don't lose this game they don't lose this game they have an easy schedule but the, they play the Rams or they play the Niners twice so 
Yeah. Niners cover. And that's why I was kind of taking this uh, this one because if the Rams do come out and end up like you know winning this game, I think that that could have huge implications to the entire season of the NFC. Um, if they come out and win this game, I think that at that point you're ro- looking pretty good as a Rams fan. So yeah, we'll move on from that one. Uh, New York at Arizona, um, which is only a three-point spread, uh, and usually you would think that that would be a little bit of an issue. I've got the Giants winning this game and covering the spread, though. Um, Cardinals, some people were saying looked impressive last week, but I didn't really think so. Um, New York obviously got thawed by a really good team, is what it is. I'm still taking the Giants to cover that spread. Uh, Stolze. I agree. Um, Giants are going to be looking to rebound. they got to take it out on somebody. And Arizona is like the perfect team to take out a week one, some week one aggression on. Right. Yeah. You look at a game like this and like the Texans and Colts and stuff like that. It's like, (laughs) it's like you look at that and you're like, damn, why can't we have that as like our first, first couple games? We have two divisional games. Browns at Browns are worst team. And then we have to go into fucking play the Ravens. It's home, but it's still against Baltimore. And then I think we have schedules a joke. And then I think we, well, I think we have the Rams and then Seattle. So we shouldn't have a problem with either. Shouldn't, but we'll get into that. We'll get into that a little bit later. Jack, who you got picked for this game? I'm with both you guys. Um, I don't think the Giants are looking to uh, underestimate them, but they're going to come in and handle business and bounce back. The Cardinals played, you know, they punched above their uh, their weight a little bit in Week One, but they're just not. They're not ready. They're probably bottom three roster in the league. Jets at the Cowboys. They're playing in Dallas, too. Uh, this was Stolze's game of the week. So, Stolze, you want to go ahead and uh, take it away? Yeah, so I just looked at it. The spread on this on DraftKings right now is 9.5, not 8.5. Um, We're going to go so with what's with on that, screen. With that being said, I'm still going to take the Jets. Um, I don't think – well, not to win, but I'm taking the Jets to cover. Cowboys win. But I don't think that this, um, the Cowboys – are going to understand like the jets have a very good secondary and they have a secondary that can match up with every single one of their receivers. Yeah. And then if you want to talk about Tony Pollard, well, they got Quinton Williams. They got John Franklin Myers off the edge. Like they got a good defensive line. I don't think the Cowboys are going to move the ball that much on them. And I, all Zach Wilson has to do is not fuck it up. Yeah, I th- I'm with I'm with you on this one. I think the Cowboys. Uh, well, obviously, I'm going to pick the Cowboys to lose, but um, <laughs> it's it's tough with the Cowboys being good and me just being a notorious fucking Cowboys hater. But these are two really good defenses, and I think that it's going to be a defensive battle. The Cowboys definitely aren't going to just absolutely blow out this defense, in my opinion. I could no. see Brees Hall having some success, Dalvin Cook having some success. I think they're going to be all over Zach Wilson. I think this is going to be a really close game, sure. and uh, I just don't think either offenses are necessarily going to be able to get it done to make that much of an impact. So I say you get two two defensive scores or anything, or give get two defensive good possessions in this game, you might win this game. So going down to yeah. this game, so this is my game of the week because this game to me, we find out if the Jets can compete or not. True. This is a good test against a good defense. I don't. I don't know. If, see, I don't know if I'd quite say that or not because the, the Cowboys are such a good defense that like their offense isn't good. This isn't like the the the. This is like the creme de la creme of what they're going to face or whatever. But that's what I I'm think saying. I th- if you can hang against this defense, you can hang with. I don't think about anybody. I think that they can hang with most def. They might be able to hang with most defenses. I don't know if they'll be able to hang with this one. So I don't know. Jack, you got any comments over there? That's why I said it's a good test. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
I, I'm, Fuck I'm off. with you guys. I, I think, uh, I don't know. Honestly, Zach Wilson just, he's Zach Wilson. I want him to do well because I'm just a compassionate guy, but he hasn't shown that. And the Dallas Cowboys are showing no mercy. I think the Cowboys win and they cover. It's at home. I really do. Okay. Cool. Any more comments on Stoller's Game of the Week? Okay, let's go into uh, Washington at Denver. I have Denver winning this game, but I have the Commanders covering. A um, little bit weird that I have that. I don't know. The Commanders didn't, you know, this is one of the ones that I wrote down. I'm looking at it, and I'm like, I'm not sure about that. Commanders didn't really impress me. Neither did the Broncos, but I just think that the Broncos are the better team when it comes down to it. So I'm going to go ahead and take the Broncos in this one. But close game. So Denver covers. Uh, or Commanders cover. Stolze. I'm not sure that the Commanders are a better or that the Broncos are a better team than the Commanders. I really am not. Um, I'm going to take the Commanders to definitely cover the spread. Okay. I want to take them to win. I want to take them to win. I I don't like Sean Sean Payton and Russell Wilson together. Okay. Fair enough. Jack. Yeah, I, I, this is the, another one of those 50-50 games like the Colts Texans for me. Um I took the Broncos to win in week one because they were at home and they dropped the ball. I don't know about Jerry Judy's health. And I don't know. I think I'm going to have to go with the uh, the commanders winning. Okay, cool. And cover. Oh, well, yeah, they're not commanders fans. money line. All right. This is a pretty interesting game, which I almost picked. Uh, see if the Patriots could actually like can, kind of where the Jets were or whatever. See if the Patriots are actually going to be a contender if they can defend against the Dolphins this week. Um, I've got Dolphins winning and covering the spread because it's only at negative two. It's a divisional game, so that makes a little bit more sense. But realistically, I could see this game getting a little bit out of hand. So if the Patriots do keep it close, um, then they might be the real deal. So, yeah. Jack? Yeah, I just, I have zero, like, I have like, I don't want to say zero. I've got like 5% confidence the Patriots are a real threat at anything. I really don't think they have the roster. The only way I think this game is respectable is if the defense plays out of their minds against an incredibly fast and well-coached offense and Belichick can come out and establish the run early and often. Those are two big ifs. But yeah, I think the Dolphins win and cover, and I, I think it's easily by seven points. Okay. Stolzy. This is another different one. Like, the only reason I'm bringing up DraftKings is because, like, these are the lines that I'm going to be hitting this weekend. So, it's up to three. Um, Dolphins are laying three on DraftKings. Um, and if now, like, if it's three, I'm betting on I'm betting on the uh, New England to cover. I think the Dolphins win no matter what, but I think it's a division game. I think it's a field goal game. Um, but two and a half, like, if we're taking it right here, I'm taking the Dolphins to cover. Okay. Cool. Uh, Saints-Panthers, which is the second of two Monday night games. You guys saw that there were two Monday night games this week, mm-hmm. right? Do you have any idea what that's about? They do it every year. They do it? Oh, I didn't know that. Fucking. Okay, well, yeah. Uh, anyway, I've got the Saints uh, winning this one, but the Panthers sp- uh, covering the spread. Uh, it's a divisional game. Those are usually close, depending on whichever division it is. Um Saints, I think, are just a little bit better. Bryce needs some time to get going in his offense and stuff like that. So, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take the Saints in this one. Uh, Stolze? Give me Panthers. Panthers? Uh, Panthers win. Fuck it. Okay. 
That's kind of where I'm at with this one too. I don't really it that that whole division is just yeah, it's just just whatever. Just pick a team and they're all gonna be fucking seven and nine. (laughs) You want right, Jack or seven? Yeah, I'm going with the Saints and they're covering. Okay. Like, uh, who the fuck knows? And then Monday night, <laughs> Monday night, which I originally thought might have been a good game, but now I don't think so. Uh, I hate to admit this, but I think the Browns might be the real deal this year. I think that um, the Told Bengals you. will get it to bed together. I mean, I had them at third in the or, or fourth in division. I had this entire division really close, and like the Browns almost, almost being like the fourth team in the fucking playoffs from the goddamn AFC North. But. I think that they're probably the second best team in the AFC North. Their defense looked really good. I'm taking the Browns in this one to cover. Uh, Watson looked pretty good in the second. Uh, you know, the ball was wet, so there were some some bad throws. The run game definitely is established, but, you know, Watson looked a little bit itchy. If he can get the, the whole, like, not throwing it at people's ankles or just throwing the ball away from people, they, they can be a legit-ass team. So, yeah. Jack? I'm with you. I think the, the Browns are better. <clears throat> I think they win this game in cover. Sorry. Gosh, my throat's all dry suddenly. But, yeah, I think um, that they do win this game in cover. I do think the Browns are better than we give them credit for. I'm sorry. <clears throat> you sound a little rough but, now. I know, right? Out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. my, my water's out. Anyway, but I'm also not ready to crack open the champagne on the Browns just because they did what they do to the Bengals in week one when they were able to prepare a weather game. We'll see how it goes. Uh, they have a good roster, but they're also the Browns. They find ways to fuck up. Yeah. For this game, Browns cover. Okay. Stolzy? Yeah, so much of me wants to take the Steelers because they're it's their second home game in a row. It feels like they bounce back after getting absolutely drummed by San Francisco. But I'm not going to. I'm taking the Browns to win and cover. Um, they don't have any Cam Hayward. Cam, Cam Hayward's hurt. They're number one defensive lineman. Like, their secondary is their secondary, like it's always been. I don't. I think Cleveland tries to run ball a lot in this game, and Nick Chubb has a pretty big game. Okay, cool. All right, and let's go up to the home hometown fucking team that we got here, which is the Bengals and Ravens. I'm not going to lie, guys. I have had a real hard issue with this game all week trying to figure out who the hell I want to take. We looked bad to the point where I don't know if we're going to necessarily have it in time. I think this game's going to be close, and I think that the Bengals are going to struggle early but end up getting it together and start getting into the routine later in the game. Maybe it was just the weather and I didn't give enough credit to that or whatever. I was taking the Ravens almost all week, but I think that at the end of the day, as long as the elements are fine, uh, I think that we get it together by the end of this game and end up pulling this one out. Uh, I'm probably going to take the Bengals to win, but not cover the spread. So the Bengals are going to, uh, so the Ravens are going to cover the spread. I think that this is probably going to be like a one-two point game. So that's where I'm at with it. We can kind of get into the the stuff, some stuff from last week and other ones. But go ahead and give me your picks, guys. Um, who wants to go with? It? I'll run it. Well, the weather looks better for this weekend. I'm, I've been, I'm going to take, I'm going to be checking that a little bit more religiously as I make my picks. Uh, but still, I think the Bengals win. I do think it's close, so I don't know if they cover that three and a half spread. So yeah, I'm taking Bengals win, but Ravens yeah. cover. That was another thing that I need to say too. Ravens got a lot of injuries. I was looking at their depth charts right now. They've got like five or six injuries already. Their main running backs out. They have some issues in the secondary, which does not play good for them with a team like us. Um, and that's kind of what kind of turned me around from taking the Ravens at this one. It's at the home too, and you know how good we are at home. So, um, Stolzy. 
Um, I'm trying to real quick figure out what happened last year. Oh yeah, that's right. We got absolutely. Ooh, we went to Dallas last year. Um, week mm-hmm. two after the Cooper uh, Rush game, right? Yeah. Um, we went to Dallas though. That's the difference. Mm-hmm. Three and a half points feels like a lot, but when we beat the Ravens, when Lamar Jackson's playing, it's usually by more than four points. So I'm going to go ahead and take the Bengals to cover. Okay. Cool. Um, do we have anything that we want to talk about, like just in general with the Bengals at this point in time? Because this would be the time to do it. Uh, we can talk about last week. We can talk about what we see coming up in this game. Um, one thing that worried me, I know for sure, last week was like, yeah, you can blame the weather all you want on Burrow, but it looked like the offense just was not cohesive whatsoever. And I hope that they can bring that around this week. I don't think that it was just the rain. I think the O-line did surprisingly look the best out of the entire offense last week, and we may not have to worry about that. Um, we also played a really good pass rush last game. So to come out with only two sacks against the Browns last week, when I think they had seven on us on the first game that we played them last year, I think that I'd, I'd call that a win in my book. So, yeah, you guys got anything to say about that? Um, I hope we run the ball more. I do too. Like, and I hope we, we pick up on some fucking blocking assignments. And, I just we don't need Joe to come out and throw the ball forty times, dude. Like establish the run game, make it a part of the offense. There was zero identity to the offense. All they did was run balls up the fucking sideline. Yeah, little dump off passes I, to the outside or whatever. It's like you can tell that yeah. we that was the most one dimensional I've ever seen Joe. And I don't know if it was because he wasn't comfortable throwing in the rain or because the fucking uh, the coaching staff was just calling bad plays. But like. There were no shots to the middle of the field, and everything was a dump off, and we couldn't get our run game started. Even when we did try to, it looked like get it started. Mixon well, it just kind of like fell off time, at the end. It was like every time Mixon, like Mixon's a volume back, like he's got to get touches to get into the game. Yeah, like to get going. So it's like like Mixon's a guy you got to give him twenty touches a game, and every time Mixon would rush, you know, he'd pop off like a five six yard rush. And then he'd pop a decent one again. And it felt like he was starting to get a rhythm. And it was like Zach and Brian like acted like they took that as the offense getting a rhythm, not just mixing getting a rhythm. You know what I mean? Because they would always try to go right back to passing when they would have a good run play. Yeah. It's like, dude, the pass game's not working. Yeah. Like that, you have and to that's, pivot. That's what I think our biggest issue is on offense and been our biggest offense issue on offense for the last two years is they just want to pass. Well, actually, fucking not even just the past two years, even Marvin Lewis era, fucking with Andy Dalton and Carson Palmer, they want to pass the ball way too damn much. We've had some good running backs over the years, and like, I don't think Mixon is as good as some of them in the past, but you know what? Like, w- with an offensive line that we supposedly have now, the run game is only going to make us be able to pass easier, and we just don't run. So we have lack of running backs, I guess. We got to start talking about Frank Pollock's job, too. Like, if we decided that we're done drafting offensive linemen, and now we're going to spend a bunch of money on free agency on offensive linemen, and your line still isn't working, at some point it looks like coaching to me. I thought that it looks like scheming. It looks like like it looks weird. I thought the O-line looked pretty all right. Uh, Ted Karras graded out terrible. Ted Garris, well, the blocking percentages did, but at the same time, we had a lot of missed blocks from fucking Irv Smith and the running backs and stuff like that. Ted Karras had a surprisingly bad game, and Jonah was switching over to the other side of tackles, so that's kind of expected until he gets into the rhythm of things. And with the Bengal, with the Browns as good as they are as a defensive line, 
What is that? Do you guys hear that? Okay, I think it is you. Because it stops me. I don't know what it is. Well, what were you just doing there? Nothing. Okay. Well, whatever. What was I even saying? Oh, yeah, with, with Jonah switching over, like, there's going to be some, like, baby steps that we got to get through to do it. But uh, overall, I thought that they looked a lot better than they did last year against the Browns. They looked a lot better than they did against the Browns. Tough environment. We'll see how it goes. I'm going to give them a little bit more, uh, a couple more games before I start just getting down on the offensive line. It took us, like, six games last year to finally get start gelling a little bit. And then look what happened after that. We won, like, ten games in a row. So, yeah. Jack, you're being quiet over there. You got you got anything to say? No, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, unfortunately, guys, I'm gonna have to hop off here very soon. Jack, okay. Jack's bedtime. Okay. I was at. I was about ready to ask if we even want to do college. I didn't get to watch much college and do the pickums or whatever. I think that we can just skip it if we really want to. So, but if you have any closing comments about the Bengals. Um, yeah, I mean, like Stolze, I don't know if Stolze wants to talk about Lyle Collins. I think what that comes down to is they realized that he just wasn't going to be healthy. He wasn't healthy last season. He never played up to it. I do think it's kind of weird just to outright release him. But I, I'm at the point right now where I'm really just trusting the process. Yeah. I think you have to at this point. Um, there, It's rough game one, but I haven't lost faith. I know a lot of people haven't lost faith. There are a lot of fans in fucking Cincinnati that have, but it, the whole, they're the not whole worth fucking, it. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, uh, I just was like, I'm not even going to get on and talk to anyone about it because, like, people just have it built in that this is what the Bengals do. And, sure, they do traditionally, like even last year. But we're a good team. Mm-hmm. No good team ever just – I mean, it's very rare that a team is just perfect. It shit happens, man. No. Shit happens. No. I think we have some stuff to straighten out, but we, sh- we should be all right in the long run. Hopefully, this is the game that kind of proves it for me a little bit. Um, I, if we can come out and beat the Ravens, uh, which this game could be 50-50 either way, in my opinion. If we come out and beat the Ravens, I say that we fucking get a full head of steam. We might end up being a team with only three losses, but if we come out and lose, we might be even worse than I had predicted because I had them at like 12-5. and five. So this game kind of depends on where I'm taking them the rest of the year. So that's my final cl- closing comments on the Bengals. Um, Stolz, you got anything left? Bengals season doesn't start till October. If we're 2-2 two two in Halloween, it doesn't matter. Stolzy out. Okay. This has been episode 20 of Your House, Our Rules, the sports podcast. Peace.